The Mix Room with Genelec. Very warm welcome to The Mix Room on Headliner Radio. Today I'm speaking to Spanish producer and bassist Jesus Rivera. Welcome to the show, Jesus. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Very, very hot. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. Yeah, good to hear that you're, you're doing well. It is extremely hot at the moment, like we were just saying off air. We've just had the, the, the two hottest days ever, I think, in... Uh, in the UK, which was uh, a bit intense at times, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, a lot, very, really, really hot. The the only good thing here is that we are in an old house with a meter uh, walls. Yes, very, very big walls. So here inside we are better, but in the outside it's yeah. horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely inside weather at the moment to stay cool, but. Um, <laughs> How how are things uh, where you are at, at the moment, Jesus? And um, and what kind of projects have, have been keeping you busy at the moment? At this specific moment, I mean, in this moment, uh, a Spanish band from Madrid, an indie band called Merino, they are they came to record. There's a pair of producers from Barcelona. They are from Blind Records, Santos and Florent, who are a pair of producers that come a lot of times. And now they are recording Hammond organs and pianos. Because we bought a Hammond organ half a year ago, and now they are recording these specific things. They have been five days recording two songs, I think, for this band. Okay, this nice. Is, what, what was the name of the band? Been... Sorry, Jesus, what was the name? It's Merino. Okay. M-E-R-I-N-O. Merino. It's a band from Madrid, an indie band. It's not a famous band. They are starting, the, the singer, it's quite, really good. And it's, uh, they have a good sound. I like. Yeah. They are not famous. They are, maybe they will be. I don't know. But interesting. <laughs> some, some, it sounds like some nice organic instruments being used there in the studio that, um, that they're using for their sound. Um, tell us a little bit about Lax and Busto. I know the the band um was formed in the 80s um yeah. te- tell us a little bit about about the band uh, Jesus and and who who were kind of who uh who were your musical uh, influences um growing up and 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 what kind of inspired the band sound i'll start with my musical influences yeah because there's a, a big change in my life when i listened to the beatles Yes. They changed my life. <laughs> I come from a family where music is not really an important thing, but the Beatles made music my 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 thing, <laughs> my life. Yeah. So from Beatles, I start to listen uh, a lot of bands, a lot of music. I mean, from back to to Miles Davis. I mean, I I love all kinds of music, but everything started with them. And as the Beatles music that I liked, I enjoyed more were the records when they stopped playing live. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Rubber Soul and up, uh, up to uh, AB Road. Uh, I liked the studio. And, and I started playing the guitar. And when I started playing the guitar with two tape recorders, I, I started doing ping pongs without knowing what it was. I mean, this, I'm talking about 1984 or I don't know, something like that. And then I started in my town. With, there were there was not a lot of, of people who played, but we found a drummer and then a guitar player. Mm-hmm. I played guitar. 
and we made a band. <laughs> the only band in my town. So because <laughs> nice. we, we, we were the only young people that played those days, yeah, yeah. the big instruments. I was the worst guitarist. So and, and what I really enjoyed was to write songs. That was my 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 main thing. Mm. And I I changed to bass guitar. <laughs> I am this kind of bass guitar players. And we started in 1986. In uh, 1989, we made the first record. And in 1991, always singing in Catalan, yeah. which is not Spanish. Uh, and, and the reason is because we all talked in Catalan. So to be honest, our language was Catalan and we started in Catalan. That's, that's the only reason. There was not, no political reason. Yes. Later, maybe. But then that, at that moment, the reason was just talking that was your language with yeah. ourselves uh, in 1991 we 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 record uh, uh, a song that had a lot of success in catalonia we sold over 50,000 copies nice so it had a lot of success and since then uh, uh, i my work is music since then since 1991 First with the band, and two years ago we stopped with the band, and my work is only in the studio, okay. doing music for the rest of the people. But always since the beginning, uh, I liked to record other other bands. So with the with Luxembourgsto, we bought a Tascam thirty eight tape recorder, yeah, for for our our demos. But with that material, I started to record other, other bands. So okay. I've been recording for 25 or 30, I don't remember, a lot of years. Do you, uh, do you, do you miss, you said you stopped uh, Laxenbusto, um, the band actually stopped making music a couple of years ago, but do you, do you miss that, uh, Jesus, and do you miss touring and, and playing shows and stuff? Uh, there was a big change in my life six years ago when I, when I had a, a little girl, uh, my daughter. And since then, no, I think it's like, I don't know, it's life. You make yeah. changes, your yeah, life yeah. is changing. And, and my evolution now, it is, I'm satisfied, I'm happy, I like what I do. I mean, when I play guitar, I write songs, I, st- I still write songs, but with no... I don't want to make a record. Not, I don't need to make a record for myself now. Maybe in one year, maybe in two years. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not, I have no, the, the nest, the nest, I don't need to do it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, like you say, um, if your passion comes from helping others create their music and achieve their vision now, then 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 that's great. I mean, what what is the, it's kind of a general question, really, I guess, Jesus, about, um, what are things like in in Spain at the moment in the music industry in terms of recording studios and and the live industry? Obviously, when COVID happened, um, the yeah. live the live industry just completely went out the window for for two years. But how how are things now? Now we're kind of coming out of the pandemic, and and yeah, how how are things there at the moment, man? Now, uh, when. I'll talk well first about uh, in general. Then I'll talk about uh, a little bit about the, the studio. Sure, yeah. Uh, in general, not, that obviously COVID was terrible, terrible. Uh, more than for musicians, because a lot of them worked uh, as teachers teaching music, and they had this 
way of, of earning money, but for backliners and engineer, sound engineers mm. and these this people, it was horrible. A lot of them had to change their work and it was horrible. But now, this year, it's the opposite. There's a lot of festivals, a lot of gigs, maybe too much, probably too much. <laughs> it's incredible. And it, everything has come back again, but everything, <laughs> a lot, maybe too much. Because <laughs> I'm not sure that all the festivals will have public, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of movement, a lot of things. So it's, it's not a bad, a bad thing. So... Yeah. Yeah. And then projects, for, I'm talking about studios, it's difficult because, you know, nowadays studios is a strange thing. Uh, before having this big studio, I had a, a small two rooms studio, the, th the thing that everybody owns, mm. the usual thing. And I have, and I think this is the, the, the way of doing music nowadays because it's cheap. It's uh, with a computer, you can do everything. It's it's incredible why you can arrive with a with a simple laptop mm. and an instrument. You can arrive everywhere and you can do everything. So it's incredible. And that's the modern way of doing music. As I'm a romantic, I still believe there's a bit of space for big studios. And I own one <laughs> because I had the building. It's a family building from hundreds of years ago okay. and i had the building if i wouldn't have the building i couldn't pay <laughs> for that but yes my family was happy that i started to do this thing and so in spain big studios there's some big studios that have a lot of work especially in madrid because a lot of music production production in spain is done in madrid, madrid. okay let me say I lo a lot maybe it's 70 percent wow a lot, okay. really a lot barcelona has also well the Barcelona area has some big studios that also have a lot of work but especially in Madrid in okay. Spain uh, mostly it's in Madrid now and about COVID in, in our studio and I suppose it happened the same in all the studios the when we were closed we thought uh, really bad times were going to come but since the studio opened three months ago closing i think after closing three months after closing we opened and we have had non-stop recording i mean i mean the best times in our lives so you never know <laughs> yeah i mean that says it all really doesn't it i mean a, a lot of places shut down obviously during the pandemic but like you say, everyone's just dying to get back into the studio again to record. And and your studio, La Casa Mirada, is is it's a very unique building, like you say, very old building. Um, um, and it, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of artists would would want to come there to record in that in that kind of environment. Um, tell us tell us a little bit more about the studio, um, Jesus, because I know you recently got a pair of Genelec uh new monitors the ones the 83060 ones installed in there and ha what what's kind of your involvement with the with the studio uh, about my studio well I, I told you it's a family building uh, sure. the studio the, the house is built around a tower which is the really old thing the tower it was uh for when the muslims and christians were here fighting 
there was a, a, a tower for looking to see if the enemy was coming. <laughs> so the tower maybe could have a thousand years ago. Wow. Be a thousand years ago. Yeah. At least 800. But to know it exactly, uh, uh, archaeologists tell us that you should uh, really study because it's a really old building. And then they, they built the house around the tower. My contribution to the house is the control room, which is a new room. I built a, a new room, but the other rooms really existed. Uh, before I started recording, I went to one room with a snare drum and I started to, <laughs> to listen to the acoustics. <laughs> I liked, and we have the acoustics as it was, a, a bit changed, but mostly as it was. And now we have, uh, uh, excuse me, a, a big room, a smaller room, but it's not small. You could record two drum kits, two big drum oh, wow. kits inside of it. Then a, a, a small room for for singing or for playing, I, I don't know, any instruments. I mean, mainly we have three rooms yeah. and the control. And, and it's, it's actually in the basement, isn't it, Jesus? It's in the cellar of the... It's in the cellar where the wine was produced a uh, hundred years ago. Amazing. In fact, we have big wells, some big wells where wine was stored, and we use that, those wells as river, river chambers. Oh, wow. <laughs> I put a, a pair of, of microphones, and you have a, an incredible stereo reverb, which it's beautiful for some specific things and horrible for the rest yeah. of the things. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> then... Uh, I had a lot of gear because I have been recording for many years. And, and well, uh, this year, I have had Genelec since a lot of years ago. I always had the Yamaha NS10s. I always loved them. And then I, I bought, I don't know how many years ago, uh, the 1031s. After that, I had the 1032s mm. with a big subwoofer, a big really big eight, 80 kilos I think the subwoofer the guy who helped me to put the sub, subwoofer inside the studio wanted to kill me because it was so heavy and now uh, well uh, this, these producers that are now here uh, from Blind Records they bought the 8331 I think the small monitors and the 8351s and as they come many times, one of the times, uh, Santos, one of them, brought the 8351s. And I liked a lot. I liked a lot those speakers. And I talked to Genelec, to the distributor, an incredible guy called Roberto. He let me a pair of 8351s uh, for, for checking and for, for listening, for having them for a week or two weeks. I don't remember. <laughs> it was incredible. And then I told him I was not sure about the sub thing. And he told me maybe to, to go to a, a bigger version of that, which is the 8361. 61s, yeah. And... Because I think the 51s, they sound incredible, incredible, but maybe you need a sub speaker and then you have the perfect thing. That that was going to be my next question, actually, Jesus. Obviously, I know you're using them for recording and mixing 
Um, yeah. But, but were they? Did you think the sixty ones were just kind of the perfect match for for what you were doing? And like you say, with the separate sub, was that what appealed to you about those? Maybe I did not understand exactly what you're saying, but what I maybe I do understand. I, the sixty ones for me don't need a sub speaker. Sure, sure. It's enough. Uh, it's enough. I have them. Roberto told me maybe to put them a bit. Um, Behind the console, I had them over the console. So, especially recording when you have uh, guitar players, for example, in the control room <laughs> where the speaker is far away, but they want a lot of sound and really a lot of level. You can you can comb their hair. I mean, with a really high level, you can use the level you want. They sound really loud mm. if you want. And the marvelous thing for me is that you can use them in this way. I mean, for in, not for impressing people. I mean, for making them vibe with the music. Yes. When playing. And you can mix at really low level. I mean, the level where you and I could be speaking at this moment. And they sound, they tell the truth, even at this low level. And I like this thing because... When I was young, I mixed really high, but now I mix really low level, and uh, and that's incredible because I mix really really low level, and then I go to my car and I play the song, and it's what I listened with the ADC with the sixty ones. I listened in my car. Yes, <laughs> obviously not so good, but and and I like speakers that can sound so loud, really loud, really, really. I mean. <laughs> For me, it's too loud, <laughs> and it can sound really low level, and and you can trust in that low level. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, like you say, it's it's about the the, the clarity and how that mix translates um, from your from your door to to your speakers, and then obviously you've got the the GLM uh software as well the loudspeaker manager software from from genelec um where you can calibrate the acoustics of of your room um which has been something that i know a lot of a lot of people have been using um with their with their genelec monitors um to get that kind of perfectly tuned acoustic environment um have you been using that as well hazel of course yeah yes 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 and and uh in fact Roberto, the Genelec distributor, came and he did it. One, the only bad thing I have to say about the Genelec is that the, 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 the software is not as simple as maybe it should be. Roberto did it and did it, did it nice. It, I mean, it's very simple to do it, but the only thing is you have to know where are the commands. And sure, you, you, sure. Have to, you have to lose a little bit of time. And um I never like to lose time, and never. I want to go straight. And if you have to lose, I mean, if if, minutes, if the guy from Genelec is coming to give you your monitors, you may as well get him to calibrate your room for you as well. You know, yeah. so yeah, um, that's what it. That's what it happened. <laughs> I didn't need to do it, yeah. so he came and and he did it really quickly. It's just a moment where you listen a frequency that does like. Yeah. It's just. In half a minute, it's done. Then I think it's it's great for everybody because even if you have a professional studio, all the rooms have some problems. <laughs> and yes, I think, of course, yeah. 
It is, I think, for me, it was a good thing when when the, the analyzer came, the, the, the software came, and I think I, I like a lot. And also have another thing which I like a lot, which is that that it turns off your speakers after a while without listening, without being used, which is a nice thing because a lot of times uh, you you leave the your gear turned on yeah. even at night for many reasons, and it turns off the speakers. You don't consume a lot of of, of power. Yeah. I mean. It's for everything, and then to turn on them, they turn really fast. They turn on, and they work perfect. So I like a lot this software. The only thing is that I had to lose ten minutes, and, and I didn't lose ten minutes about knowing how to how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's um, any kind of new technology can be a little bit confusing uh, to get to get your head around sometimes. But did you did you notice the difference straight away with the as soon as the they used the software the, um to calibrate the room? Did could you just hear that difference straight away in the in the acoustic that was coming back through the monitors? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, in- sure. Incredible. And, and- yeah. I mean I I mean it's just obviously it's it's seems quite simple, but like you say, is there's a there's a um definitely a bit of magic to it. Um which, a little bit of magic, yes, yes, I should yeah. say that. Uh, um, it, after using the software, you can trust in your low frequency, especially much more. Yes, when you listen, yeah, much yeah. more than what, before. What, what? So the, your room w- was doing straight a bit of strange things, and the analyzer works really nice. I think so, in, in my opinion, of course. Yes, my, yeah. it's my humble opinion, but <laughs> yes. Um, and what have uh, some of the the engineers at the studio said about the new monitors and and people coming in? Have, have there been any feedback, any comments about about the new uh, the new setup? Not all of them told me things, and you you know that speakers are a thing that <laughs> everybody loves his speakers, and it's very difficult that someone changes his speakers. You know, this is a <laughs> This is it's like a, a guitar. A guitar player wants his guitar. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's something like personal, but, very personal preference yes. thing. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. But the opinions I, I, I have had, they are good. Many, uh, not everybody has told uh, told me his opinion, but a lot of opinions I, I have had were good, were really good, not good, really good. Mm. And also, I see they. They they use them. They use the the, the really loud level you can use. They listen because I'm also the assistant when an engineer comes mm. and I see what what the engineer is doing. They they take benefit of the low level thing. They care about the subs. They care. I mean, they take benefit of these speakers. This a lot of them told me, but. The ones that didn't tell me, I think they also take benefit. But yes. not everybody tells you. A lot of times, as the the, the house, it's it's a, it's a curious house with a, people say it has a lot of magic inside, and they love the feeling of recording. So mostly engineers talk to you about these things when they go out, and they don't. 
talk to you about a speaker or a preamp or about, they tell you more in these other terms. So it's difficult to know everybody's opinion, but uh, maybe six or seven engineers told me they like a lot. Excellent, so, excellent, and I'm sure it's um, I'm sure it's a lovely sounding room. It sounds like an incredible studio, Jesus. Like I say, I've seen seen the pictures, and and uh, obviously we've been talking about it for a little while. It sounds sounds like a great place um, and somewhere um, that you can really kind of be creative. You know, like a residential studio. Um, I know a lot of artists are able to to get get a lot of stuff done you know you spend a, a couple of days a few days somewhere in the same environment and um you really uh can produce some great results um and i'm sure you've you know you've you've worked on a lot of cool projects and what have what have you got planned for for the rest of the year jesus um maybe there's some stuff that you can't talk about just yet or um, but yeah, what, what are you most looking forward to, um, for the rest of this year, man? Uh, one thing I wanted to tell you about the studio, what we, our main thing is that, uh, the musicians feel comfortable and yeah. feel at home. So yes, absolutely. Everybody, yes. Everybody can record any, any hour. I mean, if, if they can use the tools, they know how to use it, or they have an engineer, we don't mind if you record at 5 a.m. I mean, we don't, we, everybody has his own schedule or his own biorhythm or whatever. The musician, musicians who love to play really, to start really in the morning, others yeah. want to yeah, yeah. the lunch. So, and I, we like people to feel free here and they can do whatever. There's parties, there's everything. And we are happy that everybody does his way. I mean, and we, we love this thing. We have, we left a lot of freedom to all the musicians that came. The, the, they have been really marvelous. We have had only little problems. One time a microphone falls down. Mm-hmm. So, but we have had no, almost no problems in 15 years here. So we are very happy that everybody with freedom, <laughs> you give freedom, but they 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 are nice persons. So yes, and they make music and they tell us they like this way of doing music, which is the main thing. And about future, well, well we don't know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the last two years will tell you that we can't bet on anything, really, can we? We don't really <laughs> yeah. don't really know what the hell is going to happen, but yeah. Yes, yes. Who could imagine that all the gigs in the world would go out in one day? So you never know. We don't know. We have um, some really important artists in Spain have to come in October, November. So we have good good things to come. Nice. Uh, this year we had the chance that uh, uh, an American really important artist could come, but we had uh, those days reserved booked and we said no to a band we had loved i can't say the name but we would have loved it's a band that everybody knows we dream to have this kind of bands someday but it's a dream i mean nowadays we're really happy with from people that comes to to record the demo to spanish in really important artists yes we are happy and we we have enough we are really happy with this yes no good stuff it sounds like um you guys have really 
you know, obviously survived the pandemic and have, have, have um, business has picked up off the back of it and you're, you're keeping busy, which is good. Um, obviously got the new setup um, and um, yeah, it just sounds like everything's going really well at the moment over there. Um, and uh, it sounds like lots to look forward to for the rest of the year. And, um, you know, some, like you say, some big artists coming in later in the year. It's very exciting. Um yeah, man. Yeah. Be- I mean, best of luck with everything you've got going on at the moment, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I-, I think that's a nice place for us to um, to to finish our-, our conversation. But it's been an absolute pleasure chat- chatting to you today, man, and, and catching up and and um, hearing about what you do over there. And, and uh, yeah, hopefully the next time we uh, we speak, we'll uh, we'll have a, lo- a lot more to uh, to catch up on. OK, uh, thank you very much. And I don't know, just to say that. We love music. All the people I know from studios, I know love music. And that's the main thing. I mean, you and I and all of us, when we talk, we don't talk about money. We don't talk about fame. We talk about music. And that's the thing that I like. That's why I love a lot of people from that have studios. Studio owners nowadays, they are crazy people, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> and musicians, also crazy people. Absolutely. That I love. So this is our life. And I just want to continue living this life fabulous fabulous and um yes i'm sure i'm sure you will um fruitfully uh jesus again it's been uh, it's been a pleasure chatting to you today man and um thank you again so much for your for your time um for the purposes of the podcast we will say our goodbyes now and um hopefully catch up very soon but um yeah take care of yourself headliner radio supporting the creative community 